0: So I say this is Alyssa Kleiner and what?
1: And you're listening to Follow Your Spirit.
0: This is Alyssa Kleiner and I'm listening to Follow Your Spirit. Is that right? Well
1: one one more time, only thing you're listening. So like you're you're gonna be you're at the top of the episode to, if you're gonna tell the audience that they're listening to Follow Your Spirit.
0: Listen to Follow Your Spirit. So I'm one Alyssa Kleiner, listen to Follow Your Spirit. That's right. You're
1: nice. listening to Follow Your Spirit.
0: <laughs> Got it. Okay. <laughs> Didn't think this would be so complicated.
1: It's okay, it took Shana Williams a few tries as well, so you're not alone.
0: <laughs> this is Alyssa Kleiner and you're listening to Vol. Your Spirit. <laughs>
1: What's going on, Spirit Family? Timothy Lawson here, host of Follow Your Spirit. It is September 6th. Tomorrow night, Washington Spirit will host Seattle Reign, the first of back-to-back matches against Seattle. And another instance, and there's only two that aren't this case, another instance where Seattle will have the luxury of hosting a team and then playing them on the road, something I think uh, has benefited them uh, so far this year. I don't have any analysis other than the team looked okay on Saturday. Um, I think that uh, I'm not going to get too much in it. We all saw the game. Uh, The draw obviously disappointing when when conceding a 80th-minute equalizer. But uh, clinching a playoff spot is a big deal, and I think uh, the next two games are probably an even bigger deal to get right. So we'll see. How the spirits uh, come off of this draw uh, and playing their nemesis. So today's episode is simply going to feature an interview I did with Alyssa Kleiner. I actually recorded this two weeks ago. Uh, I went to Columbia, sort of forgot about it because I am in Columbia, and then I came back and was hoping to get this squeezed into another episode. Didn't happen, but anyways, here it is. So some of the you can tell that some of the questions were are dated. Uh, around the time of the Olympic break coming to an end. Um, so that's the setting and context for those questions uh, in case they seem a little misplaced at this point in time. Uh, probably going to have a second episode later this week, possibly with a player. If not, I'll bring on uh, someone from Backline Sports or Backline Soccer. They're going to be upset at me for getting that one wrong. I'm sorry. Or uh, Jordan Small, our Game Recap Specialist. Either way, second episode coming to you this week. I'll start. I'll stop yapping. I'm at Spirit Coverage on Twitter. I'm also at the games, at the Plex. Hopefully tomorrow night's not the last time we see the Spirit play at the Plex this year. But if you're there, let me know. I'd love to uh, meet listeners of the podcast. Without further ado, my interview with Alyssa Kleiner. Enjoy. All right, Alyssa Kleiner, it has been a pleasure watching you all season. I feel like um, you're a name that doesn't get brought up often, maybe in, in game highlights or obviously in the stat sheet, but definitely someone that's contributed to the success of the team. Um, let's go way back to uh, when you first got into soccer. Talk to us about how you got introduced to the sport.
0: Um, I was probably about eight years old. Uh, I was kind of jealous my brother was actually playing soccer. I think I was doing, you know, the whole dancing and ballerina stuff. Um, I was actually very jealous of my brother playing soccer, so he kind of got me into it. And then, you know, my dad was teaching, uh, coaching the AYSO team, so that also had another effect on it. So kind of just my brother and my dad kind of brought me into the game.
1: At what point did you realize that you could play at the professional level?
0: Um hard to say just because in college, um, sophomore, junior year, we didn't have a league because it folded, so, you know, your dreams kind of get crushed a little, you know, you don't know what you're looking forward to, Um, college kind of was like the last, you know, step there for a little bit, but then senior year came around and they opened up the league, so um, I thought I definitely had a shot at it until I uh, broke my foot the beginning of my senior year. So I kind of was out all season, but I still gave it a go, tried out for Portland, and I ended up making it, so.
1: Yeah, that's great. I no, I didn't realize that uh, you'd suffer that injury your senior year.
0: Yep, it was a hard one, but we got through it and, you know, just persevered and worked my ass off and, you know, got to where I needed to go.
1: Tell us about the, um, you know, I, we briefly talked about it uh, in the postgame at the the last game for the Spirit, but... Um, you know, talk to us about sort of this the Olympic break and maybe the positives and negatives that come with having this extended time away from the pitch.
0: Um, it definitely, I mean, hurts our team a little bit. You know, Krieger and Crystal have a huge impact on the game. So, obviously, they're dearly missed right now. Um, but then again, it gives other people a chance to, you know, step up and get some minutes in. So that's also, too, to see people, you know, come up into the game and come up big for, you know, the losses we have.
1: Yeah, I, I guess I um... – I should be a little more specific. I I mean, sort of the breaking games with the the week away that you guys get. Uh, Oh, the um, week away. Yeah, this past week and sort of, I'm sure that helps in our, in, you know, getting rest, a little recreation, but, you know, I'm, I wonder, does that maybe throw you off your, your weekly routine and does it take a little bit to get back into that?
0: A week is, it was not too long. I, obviously we came back, you know, the first day and you're like, oh man, my touches. So we kind of always use the first day to get back on the, on track and you know get your touch, all your touches out, all your bad touches out on the first day. But it's like riding a bike; you, it just all comes back to you. So, but I think everyone kind of needed a week break just to you know cool off, break down, think about things, and you know come back fresh and ready ready to get some uh, points on the road.
1: Yeah, what did you do to uh, to enjoy your break?
0: Um, I actually went down to Jersey. My um, dad's whole side of his family lives down there and my cousin was getting married so it actually was like a perfect timing kind of was a coincidence so went down there went to my cousin's wedding got to enjoy that so it was a really nice time off This
1: is your first year with the spirits um how does it feel to play in this atmosphere at the plex with the fans the spirit squadron chanting tell us about that that feeling
0: um it's really awesome they come out freaking every single game and you know cheer us on with all their hearts so it's really awesome atmosphere to be in and just to see people, you know, still have the love of the game and just to watch, you know, women's soccer. So it's cool coming to that every single game.
1: I just finished talking um, with some members of the of the Spirit Squadron. We were talking about um, what, a, what fans can do to help um, build the league and can help it to continue to grow. Um, you've been in the league for a couple of years now. As a player, how do you feel like you can play a role in the league's growth and popularity?
0: Um, I believe we could do more uh – just social media stuff, you know, players getting, you know, their faces out there and just showing more awareness of the league in general. I know a lot of people, you know, you walk up and they ask what you do and, you know, you're like, oh, I'm a professional soccer player and half the people are like, oh, I didn't even know there was a women's league. So it's kind of like hard to hear, but um it's definitely just something we need to make, like the players especially, just, you know, make it more aware that, you know, there is a women's professional league and, you know, we're trying to make a stand to say, you know, we deserve just as much as, you know any other athlete.
1: Absolutely. You mentioned, you mentioned social media. Are you on Twitter?
0: I do not have a Twitter. Uh, I used to have one. I, all my, all my friends are like, you should, you should get one. You should get one. And I probably soon, I probably should end up getting a Twitter, you know, sometime soon, but I do not have <laughs> one as of right now. Gotcha. So that's, uh, so I'm I'm pointing the finger at myself there.
1: <laughs> do you, do you have a, game day routine or a game day meal that you try to do or have before uh, each game day?
0: Um, not necessarily. Uh, usually just when I get into the locker room, I like to um, kind of just have like peace and quiet and I just kind of overlook plays in my head, like what I'm going to do, like what my touches are going to look like, you know, taking it down the flank and getting a good cross in. I usually just try to envision, you know, what I'm doing on the field. It's usually the extent of my game day routine. Everything else is kind of just like back noise.
1: Looking at your your chemistry with the team, uh, on the field, who do you feel like you have some of the most chemistry with?
0: Um, as of right now, I've been playing with Estelle Johnson on the left side. So me and her, I feel like we're really good friends off the field and on the field. So that helps out a lot with the chemistry on the field.
1: Yeah. You mentioned that you hang out with her a lot off the field. Is there anybody else that you have good off-field chemistry with?
0: Um, there is actually – we all get along very well. And it's actually, you know uh, – really cool feeling you know that you get to hang out with your teammates outside of soccer you know and it's your job and you get to hang out with your coworkers. Uh, most of us try to plan something on the weekend so most of us you know try to make it out and just make it a team thing you know obviously some people have families here so they hang out with their families on weekends which is totally understandable so i'm pretty close with a lot of them joe's another one i'm really close with Callie uh we're all pretty we are all pretty close.
1: Who do you believe has been an unsung hero on the team? Maybe someone who doesn't uh, hit the stat sheets or uh, makes the headlines, sort of like how I described you earlier, um, but still makes a, a positive contribution to the team's success.
0: Well, uh, not until lately. I think Steffi has made a huge impact on our team, and not it hasn't been just till recently that she's kind of, you know, until she got the goal of week and uh, player of the month. So I think it's finally – good that she kind of got the recognition that she needed
1: um you know you, you just got your first goal uh in the end of you saw this past uh past game congratulations on that that was a lot of fun Thank you very lot.
0: Much. <laughs> um,
1: but you know every um you know there's definitely moments of frustration as well uh, can you bring me to a moment from this season where you felt frustrated or disappointed um what brought on that moment and how did you overcome it
0: um, I would say the most frustrating part of the season has just been on myself. Uh, I kind of had a rough couple games going into um, Chicago and I think Florida the game before. I kind of, you know, wasn't feeling myself. My head wasn't matching with my body. So I think my performance kind of um, went down a little bit. And I was kind of very disappointed in myself and um, didn't start the next three games. So just trying to get back and get that starting spot again. So um, just Working my butt off in practice every single day, just trying to, you know, show that I deserve and, you know, to be on the field. And I make an impact while I do it. How
1: does, you know, how does you started, uh, you know, the, the first set of the season? Uh, you, you are on the bench uh, as, um, as a sub in for a couple, you know. Coach Guevara has been very honest about how this is a very deep team and how so many players, whether they're starting or not, could be starters anywhere in, in the yeah. league. But, you know, what sort of motivation does that give you when you do go when you did go into that first week, not as a starter realizing that, you know, it was a competitive position and that you were gonna have to prove yourself.
0: Yeah, I even knew, um I couldn't I knew I couldn't settle. I mean, Caprice is an amazing player. She's so technical and so good with the ball that I knew I couldn't, you know, that's why I was very disappointed in myself that first game that I played bad because I, I, I knew, you know, she could might as well even do better than me. So it's kind of just like that uh, realization that you need to, you know, just stick with it, keep working hard, and you can't let your head go down just because the person next to you is just as good as you or you're not better. So it kind of is awesome, though, to be pushed to that extent every single day and, you know, have that mentality.
1: When you're not playing soccer, what are you doing?
0: Um, Netflix, like you said. Netflix Netflix is a big part of my life I'm just kidding okay that sounds like I have no life um I try to get out to hike sometimes (laughs) I really like kind of being outdoors um so I get I try to hike as much as I can I know to the I have to you know cut off the line somewhere because you don't want to you know get too tired before uh practices or games so
1: where do you where do you hike I'm also a hiker where do you where do you enjoy to do that
0: I try to check out some trails um Along here in Maryland, I've asked some teammates, because uh, when I was in Portland, obviously, there's the gorge, and there's just so many, you know, places to hike to waterfalls and stuff, and it was all right there. So it's kind of scattered around, I'm still kind of searching for, you know, a really cool, good one. So I've had been to Gunpowder. Gunpowder was really cool. You kind of like had this little hike to like a little beach area. That was awesome.
1: Uh, getting into some more quirky questions uh, about your teammates. The, the the audience really enjoys these, so I try to keep them in from, from week to week. Um, first of all, what is your favorite Spirit Squadron chant?
0: I think the Weiss Weiss Baby is my favorite chant. I, laugh. <laughs> I think I crack up every single time I hear it.
1: <laughs> that is a good one. <laughs>
0: But yeah, I crack up every time I hear it. Even if I'm on the field and I hear it, I'm still like laughing, smiling to myself.
1: You may have just admitted it yourself, but who do you think is most likely to be late to practice because of a Netflix binge? <laughs>
0: Let's see. I'm going to pick on Nairn. I think Nairn would be late. <laughs> that Her or Franny? Franny. I changed, my, I changed my mind. Franny would definitely be that person.
1: Okay, very well. I, I, I just spoke with Nairn about an hour ago, and she actually selected herself speech. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that
0: um, so was right.
1: Yeah, you were spot on. <laughs> Which, but, oh, what are you watching on Netflix? Before, before um, we move on?
0: I so even last year, you know, I try to pick seasons that have you know a lot of episodes, so I don't run out. Um, I watched Thirty Sons of Anarchy and uh, Orange Is the New Black. I've already finished all those, so I moved on to Grey's Anatomy. So I've never seen – I've seen, like, bits and pieces, you know, just from being at home with my mom, and she has it on, and I never really got into it. But then when I came here and I was like, you know what? There's 24 episodes in 12 seasons, so – and each of them are an hour long. I was like, so that that could pretty much take up my time.
1: Which player is most likely to have a body buried in their backyard?
0: Oh, yikes. <laughs> body- <laughs> Let's see.
1: No one's saying they harmed the body. <laughs>
0: There's a body in the backyard.
1: There's a body back there. Who's who's, who's likely to have that scenario?
0: <laughs> I think Callie. Because Callie just, she always has these surprises. You know, so who, she has, like, tattoos that no one knew about, her piercings. She's just the sweetest little thing. And then she sh- just shows these random sides of her that you're like, Callie, like, what? <laughs> i would have to think, Callie.
1: And then which player is most likely to be abducted by aliens?
0: objection but definitely Franny. That's <laughs> Franny for that one too. I didn't even have to. I didn't even have to think about that.
1: I like that. Definitely, my favorite answers to any of this is when someone says definitely so and so. Like, I feel like there's no question.
0: <laughs> Franny just we we talk about like the outdoors or anything on the plane. She's the first one to like fend for her. She fends for herself and goes off on her own while everyone. You know, like if there was a. Um, crisis or anything she's off on her own so i would yeah. say she's definitely the one that would get abducted
1: uh alissa this is normally when i tell the audience that that we're following you on twitter at a certain handle you don't have that yet so we patiently await the opportunity to do so But we are excited to see uh, you and the Spirit play at the Plex on September third, and then of course in Houston and Orlando before then. Um, And it's going to be really exciting to uh, to see the Spirit finish what has already been a strong season.
0: Yes, agreed.